Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi, Jose Portillo, and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga wellness life coaching retreat in Greece. And you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply. We are only taking 10 people and I would love for you to be one of them. So to stay in the know, visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply. See you in Greece. We are back on the Create Your Fate podcast. Welcome. My two besties are back. Bruce and Rodney, if you missed the episode before, you got to check it out. But they're back. Hey. Thank you. So happy to be here. We're happy to be here, Matt. You are stuck in Houston for a month. <laughs> I wouldn't say stuck. <laughs> I like We're enjoying this. I like Houston. And our friends. Exactly. See, I like that. A perspective change. Yes. <laughs> well, you were physically stuck, but emotionally, it feels very nice. Right. <laughs> so if you missed uh, the last episode with them, run back a couple episodes. But you guys, uh, give us like a couple minute synopsis of Chasing Rainbows just to catch people up. Sure. So Rod and I, a uh, year and a half ago, about uh, went on the road full time with our RV, uh, Uncle Joe or Josephine, as we like to call At her. Post makeover. Yes, <laughs> post makeover. And we are traveling around the 50 states in two years was our goal. And we're on target with about 43 done. Yep. That's right. And our whole purpose is to share with people, uh, teach people uh, tips and tricks about RV living and specifically within our gay community, kind of that you can live through it, that the villagers will not kill are not you. coming to burn down your RV. Right, right. <laughs> they will accept you. <laughs> yes. And yeah, all the life lessons that um, go on for that. So you guys have your own YouTube channel launching. That's correct. Very soon. So Rainbow Chasers. Yes, coming soon. Coming so soon. I'll, I'll tag it to so make sure you, you follow that. Um, but it's kind of it's serendipitous. We'll, we'll use the word of, you know, you got stranded here due to a. Uh, if you want the details, go look at the other right. episode. But We're not we'll, again. Ju- we'll just say, yeah, right, too soon, too soon. <laughs> but you guys are stuck here for, you know, um, but in a good way, yeah. for a month or so, mm-hmm. a little over a month. And so we had this opportunity we've had, uh, you know, just to give it some backstory. Bruce and Ronnie are some of my best, best, best friends for, oh my God, coming up on a decade mm-hmm. almost. And, um, We've just shared so many memories together, and we were at dinner the other day because y'all got stuck here, and we got onto the topic of dating, uh-huh. and you know, Lacey and I had done a couple podcasts on dating, and they were actually very well received, and people kept coming up and saying, "Oh my gosh, I like, I, like, here's this question, this question, this question, this question." They love like the dating thing, so I was like, "Okay, this is a big part of life, so maybe we'll start to incorporate this more into the show." That's great. And uh, it just so happened that you guys had some dating advice that we were all talking about the other day, and let's uh, and we wanted to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and uh, see what your expertise has to say. And before you know, to give a little backstory. Um, before you were RV life YouTube extraordinaires, you've had plenty of experience with women. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie, we'll let you go first. Well, I was a hairstylist for many, many years. I owned a salon, so I had a lot of um, female clients that 
confided in me a lot of different things and heard some varying, you know, everything from, you know, I can't even say. <laughs> I have heard so many stories about dating and the woes of dating and how dating has gone wrong and some about how dating have gone well. And I think that I can have a perspective a little bit on that. Yeah. And like been, when you go to the, the hair hairstylist, that's like the therapist. Yeah, it's you know? the salon psychologist. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's I the mean, salon I, I'm psychologist. The same way. Well, they say, you know, in cosmetics and hair, because my background is mm-hmm. in cosmetics, um, that normal people only have five to ten people that ever touch the skin of their face. Oh. So when you touch the skin of the face, you become connected to people mm-hmm. in a very intimate moment. So hairstylists, you'll per, you'll share things with your hairstylist that you won't share with others. Mm-hmm. Cosmetics, when you're doing yeah. cosmetics on somebody, uh, they will definitely share some information. And then I had the luxury in my position previous uh, to coach executives, uh, professional executives in the cosmetic industry that somewhat because of their power, their confidence, um, had a real uh, hard time kind of balancing life and profession. Mm -hmm. And in that, dating was one of the biggest things that they suffered. And, you know, I found that I spoke because the company I worked for really, uh, it was all about the store visits during the day. But at night, it was always dinner, you mm-hmm. know. So I would go to dinner with executives across the country. And, you know, the first thing you ch- chat about is, you know, how's your family? How's everything? And I would get updates on kind of their single yeah. lifestyle for years. And I'm like, what is it that is stopping you from finding a mate? Yeah. And so I've kind of found that out. Yes. <laughs> we are here. Ladies, listen up. We have an outside opinion coming in from years of experience. Um, you know, we're not we're not jaded. They're truly outside experiences, not competing with you. Well, maybe a little, but you know, <laughs> not, too, not too much. But, <laughs> but the years. point is, they're pure of heart yes. when it comes to this advice. Yes, <laughs> so. absolutely. And, and it's pr- probably a take that most women wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I guess I got the first question, and this might be a long podcast. But, <laughs> um, this might be a two-part series. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, what do you? What have the common woes been over the years that you have seen? I think it is the number one is I go out all the time, Bruce. I go to different places. But men do not approach me. Yes, mm-hmm. that's okay. what I think it is too. So the, the thing I hear is that, unapproachable. Uh-huh. Right, and and I ask more questions like, so tell me, what do you do there? Um, you know, when you're there, when a gentleman looks you in the eye, what do you do? Mm. Most women will say that they bow their eyes. Like they look actually down. look down or look away because they're shy. Or that they don't believe that they they have the confidence to say, I am damn gorgeous, you know, or whatever it is. I'm confident. And I'm and, confident. Yeah. So they'll kind of, and just out of respect or whatever, you know, some, some it's respect issues, it might be. Um, but they will, and a man takes that cue as you are unavailable. So within mm. a second to three seconds, you have just turned down any approach from that gentleman. 
-hmm. It's a demure approach. I think they're kind of like saying, oh, he's talking to me and they'll look down in a way and, and that signals to the man that like you're shutting it down. You're, yeah, you're unavailable. Whoa. You're married. You're, you know, unavailable, whatever it might be. But a male a man takes it totally different than a woman takes it, especially yeah. in this day and age. Interesting. And I, and I would say the same thing that, that what I heard in the salon was like, why can't, why won't men talk to me in, in when I'm out? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times it's um, who are you with, right? Mm -hmm. Are you with a group? Because I think when girls travel in groups, John's nodding in his head. He's like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> John, so, aren't you yeah. married? When, when, <laughs> yeah. With a baby? I, I really think that when girls travel he in groups, for his friends, you know, it's really intimidating to men to approach somebody that they may be interested in when they have a circle of friends around them. And, so that's even more intimidating, right? And if girls are out with gay men, it's even mm -hmm. worse. Okay, this yeah. explains a lot because all my friends are gay. Yeah. <laughs> so we did an experiment. I, I see straight men once a week for two hours at my networking group. We did an experiment with one of our friends and said, we're going to take you out because she was telling us she never gets approached in bars. She never, mm -hmm. No one will talk to her. Uh -huh. So we're like, okay, we're going to take you out. But what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to put you at the end of the bar and we're going to go to the other end of the bar. And you're just going to sit there and let some men come up and Approach talk to you. you. Right. So, and then you're going to engage with them and see what happens, how many men come up and talk to you. We're not going to hang out with you and talk with you. We're going to yeah. sit at the other end of the bar. We're going to watch you and make sure nothing's and happening. And be safe. And be safe. That's right. one of the things right. that my, you know, executives would share with me. I can't go out by myself, Bruce, because that is... You know, I feel danger. You know, I feel intimidated. Like when to you're do that. traveling or just even at home? Just even at home. A lot of the times, that is when a man, man feels the most comfortable to approach you because there's not an audience. He's not approaching three people, he's approaching mm -hmm. one person. Mm -hmm. So yeah. share your I, I understand share the that. results. You know? Well, what, what happened, um, she was sitting at the, at the end of the bar, and I would say within a matter of two minutes, three minutes, she had one person approach her had a conversation. Then I would say maybe 10 minutes later, there was another person that came and approached her. I would say through the evening, there were probably five guys that came and approached her as she was sitting there by herself. Wow. Um, and the fifth one was the winner. And the fifth one was the winner, right? <laughs> hey, there you go. And, Socks, and, we love yeah, you. And, <laughs> oh, yes, so, I do remember this story, actually. So, um, <laughs> it, was, it was just a, an experiment we wanted to have and say, when you're traveling in a group, it's really hard. And, and, and as gay men, I'll tell you, gay men don't travel in groups. When they're looking to meet people, they are not in a group. Mm. So it's I think, a technique that could be transferred to the straight girl world. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But there's a safety issue. So what I always share with True. them is make friend, go to a bar that you feel comfortable or wherever. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have to be a bar, but um, whatever the social scene is that you feel comfortable in that you know somebody in or get to know the bartender as yeah. my background was a bartender get to know the bartender the bartender will protect you right, right. they will tell you know somebody to buzz off right. so. or a, have a wingman right there's a drink you can order I, I cannot remember what the name of it is that oh. signals you can order it from the bartender I, I'm gonna, I'll have to look this up and it says and it's if you order this drink that means 
this guy is bothering me and he won't leave me alone. Oh, hmm. I haven't heard that. Just Google that real quick. Yeah, Google, Google that because I haven't heard that. That's a pretty I'm good idea. Google, yeah. Because right. I always have have your um, safety phone number here, right? If there's somebody bothering you, that's like you've got. I think there's an app you can get called Callback or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> that will like you just hit the right. button I and it'll call this. you yeah. and yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you can with your phone these days you can share your location. You yes, know. absolutely. Yeah. And with your phones today, you could just say you could act like there's a message or someone's calling you that's important. Oh, it's called an angel shot. Oh, an angel shot. Yeah. So there you go. I saw, <laughs> okay. saw it on TikTok. Just make it's sure your bartender legit. knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. So now, I'm, bartender, you this, watch TikTok? <laughs> so we we definitely want to emphasize safety here, right? right? We don't want girls just going out. No, and, you don't want to go out <laughs> drinking by your. You know, if you're going to a bar, right? Um, don't get irresponsibly like drunk by yourself right, right, and then right. do not go home with anybody and then do not <laughs> let that person go home with you or even Uber you home. Like do not let people know where you live. Right. Absolutely. You know, very sorry, like Mama, Always, Mama, yes. Mama Bear just came out there. I'm like, do not let anybody <laughs> come to your apartment. But, well, but, and that's why coffee houses too are yeah. also a great suggestion. Yeah. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and really one of the things that we often say, Rod, is that if you don't have a spark, you're not going to have a fire. So if there is no spark within the first five minutes of meeting someone, I, I think that's where lunch, whatever, lunch dating um, has had such success because it's the multitude. You have to go through even you know our beautiful friend in the example that Rod shared – it was the fifth guy that came yeah. up to her. But she had said, that is more guys that have ever approached me than ever in my in life one, in one sitting. I mean, approachable, so, you know? Well, and it's, so. that's the whole, I think that's the whole thing. She was not giving off this fear. She felt safe. She didn't feel like she had to put on air. She knew that she was there to... And she was there with a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. To meet guys. So, I mean... Even though yeah. we were there as her protector, she kind of had um, an openness and such. And when she's with girlfriends, you know, sometimes it just mm-hmm. the whole look of it is that you're walking into the fire for a guy. Well, yeah, the guys <laughs> are. Yeah, guys can get not very only do I have to impress one, but all I have the to judgmental impress, friends. Yeah, you're like, all hmm. the friends. Yeah, so, but I think them. also by having us at the other end of the bar gave her the freedom and the. Um, uh, Confidence. Confidence to be herself, right? Mm-hmm. And not have to, like, be something she thinks that the guy wants her to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what's interesting is, um, actually, it was Lacey. I think she, she may have shared this on a podcast before. But she she ended up, like, dating a guy for a little while. But they met in, in, in an airport, at an airport bar. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I've never picked up anybody at an airport bar before and she was like well this is like what you do it goes back to the approachability of she wasn't sitting there with the international sign of leave me alone your Mm -hmm. airpods right Right. and she wasn't handling like you know playing around on her phone it was just sitting there being present like if somebody Mm -hmm. were to say hello then you would hear them right it's it's really a great um, lesson to learn, especially in the tech world. Yeah. Um, on subways, you know, in New York, um, Fran, 
Fran shared this on a podcast. She goes, you know, most people are all in their books or in their uh, phone or listening to... I look at the theater of the living. I look mm. at the people around me and being present. And really, if, you, if you're at that mindset, you have to go through a lot of duds to get to the star, you know, to the yeah. one that you want. A lot of frauds and, to get and, your prints. Yeah. And if you're, if you're only getting 10 approaches in a year, odds are mm. you're not going to find yeah, So you got to put yourself out there. You got to be you approachable, do. but then also put yourself out there. Right. And that can be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But a, and a lot of people, I think that deters a lot of mm-hmm. women. Absolutely. Oh. And it deters a lot of men. Let me tell it you, does. the worst thing that they can feel is not confident or shot down. So when you do see a gentleman looking at you, look them back in the eye and smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I've had executives that have taken my advice on this one, one that we love. Um, I won't say her name. She's a beautiful (laughs) Italian executive for um, a cosmetic company. And she married a millionaire, the man of her dreams. And um, she's like, all I did, Bruce, within a week after talking, was look back at him and smile. Smile. And I would have never done that ever. I would have been too shy and I wouldn't have smiled. Right. And he would have taken that immediately within those first couple seconds as unappropriate. You know, unavoidable. Yeah, but we have to also say, and it's really important to say, that you have to have that spark as well, right? Mm -hmm. Just every guy that looks at you, you don't want to. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. You have to have some kind of attraction there, too, right? Staring at people. I I think sometimes what happens is girls kind of, like, make a story up in their mind about, well, he's not exactly what I want, but... I can see that he's got this quality and this quality, and they're like kind of rationalizing in their mind, you know, well, I, he's not what I really want, but I, I think I can date him. Well, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that's never going to work. Because mm-hmm. if you're saying I to agree. yourself, he's I not what I want, <laughs> then if he's, he's not, not what like, you want now, he ain't going to be that later. Right. No, <laughs> right. exactly. And sometimes men will, will surprise you, man. They'll... Um, be something completely different than what you think they are on the outside. So some men that you see on the outside that look maybe a certain way or whatever are completely opposite of that. And Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to be more open, I think, Mm -hmm. to things and not just say, well, I only want men that are six foot two and then have blonde hair and then are, I mean, that's that's a type and that's what you're attracted to. But there are other people out there in the world, right? Yeah, focus on being attracted to the person versus what you are like checking off a list right I have a friend who just had so many missed opportunities because the guy wasn't blonde or the guy wasn't tall enough or the guy wasn't you know the right age right Mm -hmm. and it was like so many men were interested in dating you that you just shut them down right away Mm -hmm. and I I mean I I told her I said you just got to kind of be more open Mm -hmm. and when she started opening up more it was amazing how yeah. much more her dating life became more more um, robust, right? She just started going out on more dates. She had more fun. She ended up meeting somebody that I would have never thought she would have been with. And that was, I thought that was great for her, right? And, and it worked out for her that it, it was. It was a different experience for her. And she really ended up having a, a very happy time with that gentleman. Yeah. Unfortunately, but if you're you know, looking if you for tall, away, but... figure out where tall is. 
I mean, it's it's another thing. I mean, we used to have this in Manhattan. Everybody is short in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm they? like, well, they kind of are. They are. They kind of <laughs> are. You know, what? you know what? That's so funny because somebody actually said that. Like, I, I swear to God, I've been in Manhattan 20 bazillion times, you know, but I've never noticed that. And somebody else just said that like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not, they're not the tall. But in Queens, where the Russian population lives uh, and the Nordic populations live. But not the they're little very Italian. Tall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Italian man. Oh. So it's like, you know, if you really are gunning for that, you know, you kind of six thing, foot four, find, find out, out where the find six out foot where four. the corn fed. <laughs> yeah. That's right. The Midwest. Do your research, ladies. The Midwest. Yeah. The Midwest is good for to... that. Chicago is a good city for that. There you go. Actually. Yeah, I was going to say we're moving to like, I don't well, and it really I is know. almost today is a job to find a mate. It in is. A lot it's, it of really ways. is a full job. Because there isn't the socialization that occurs yeah. five years ago, 10 years yeah. ago. And the that apps was have natural. changed everything, too. That's yeah. true. You know, yeah, it's the apps. It's just very, like, not personal. And then you talk to 20 people at the same time, you get bored. And, you know, it's just. The man is on an app for a one night stand. A I mean, woman, <laughs> but I will say I've had n- not my own personal experience, right. but I have had friends who have at least dated the person for a good amount. Of you time. know, a couple yeah. months at least. Yeah. So, well, maybe I'm making that. Yeah, as I, a think judgmental. I think you're a little judgmental. Years, I am. I think, but, <laughs> but, I, I, twenty years ago, I would have said that. Right. But there. I will say this: I think you're still onto something because certain apps are like that. Right. Like right. Tinder. Everybody knows that's just a hookup app. Right. You know, and then there's like Hinge and Bumble, I think, which are a little better. But I think right. they're actually kind of getting like a little hookup-y, yeah. you know? I really think so. the best place to meet them is through introductions to your friends mm-hmm. or organizations. People that share. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but hell, who knows? We met in a bar. Yeah, That's true. exactly. Right. And I was like, okay, what? <laughs> don't meet people in bars. But actually, it was Mike Palopoulos. It was. Yeah. It. yeah, he, he did. Oh, yeah, he's going to he's gonna love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I hope you're listening to this podcast. Sponsor us, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, we'll put a link to your art. We right. will. Yeah, Definitely. Go. For sure. For sure. But yeah. But you know, I think that's a that's a a good point of, you know, you got to put yourself out there at least. And sometimes that does look like it's on an app though. Like right. I know there's so many people and this right. is me included. So I'm asking for myself. I'm not even asking for a friend and I'm, I'm going to go get some champagne for this question, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's really scary to do. And it's so out of your comfort zone. Like, I don't know how to put, like, how do you put yourself out there? Like, you go to a bar or a coffee shop, sit by yourself, be approachable, don't have your headphones in, right? right? Put yourself in a position to where somebody can actually find you. But I don't know. It's just, it's. I just, think that it's not it's out intimidating. of the. And I don't it think is. it's out of the um, realm of possibility for you to initiate conversations mm-hmm. with people. No. Right. So many women, I think, wait for the guy to do it. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that a lot of it demasculinizes, if that is a word, yes. the man. Oh, yeah. So Give me your not, champagne yeah. glass. I will fill you yeah, up okay, Maybe I need a drink on that one. Feminist Meg is about to come out yes. because I saw this very questionable TikTok. It's, it was not even meant to be a hot take. But this guy, well, okay, 
He had a point. I'll say this because <laughs> he said if you want to attract a masculine man, which was the point of this whole TikTok, right? And I was like, that's offensive. Like, F you. You know, like, you shouldn't be making TikToks like this. And then I was like, oh, actually. And he goes into all these qualities about masculine women. And I'm like, okay, now <laughs> if I think back, most of the guys <laughs> that I have dated are very feminine, you know? They, well, yes. But it was like, but get this. There's only one alpha, babe. <laughs> I know. So, you know, he was saying, you know, if you, if you are wanting to get a masculine man, do not come at him with accomplishments you come at him with nurturing and softness. Well, and that offended me. Yes. But then and, he and also had softness. a point. Yeah. And that made me even more mad. <laughs> True. Thank you, dude. Usually, usually when you hate or you're um, irritated by something, there's a truth in it. Oh, right. This is where I'm not healed, universe. My masculinity. And, 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 and not to demystify you know, the feminine you know, mystique or whatever, but... I think it's a different day, yeah. You know, with the apps and everything. I just think it's just another time where women can be a little bit more aggressive. I think absolutely. But is that masculine? Role. Like, if you're, no. if you are, if okay. So if this guy on TikTok is telling you, and he he's like a very well-known guy, um, if he's telling you, no, like come, like if you want a masculine guy, be nurturing and soft, and you know all these things. Like, I think every guy wants to talk about themselves. So the yeah. big, the easiest this. way is questions. Right. Prepare your questions. It's like and don't people talk don't, about yourself. Talk about him. Right. Get and, him to talk. And and not just open and not just yes no questions. Open ended, very open nuanced. Open ended, nuanced. You know, looking at look on an app. Get five questions in your pocket because you want to prepare because. You'll forget in the moment, and you'll start going back on those old tried and true that maybe weren't tried and true. <laughs> so yeah, it's how like, are those you know, working out for you? Yeah. Not but very I well. Think, I'll get some I, new I really questions. Getting them to I'm talk to you is one thing. <laughs> Hi, I'm so glad you met me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Great to meet me. I know. I mean, that's not what I'm going. That's not what I do. But I'm like, I'm not over here. Like, oh my gosh, can I fish you a right. warm cup of tea? I'm like, make your own damn. No, so no, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm also single, so. <laughs> but you don't want to be someone you're not either. That's the thing. No. That's where it's like, where's that fine? I, I feel like that message above everything else that mm-hmm. I felt. You know, there was a roller coaster of emotions, but I felt it was telling people to not be true to themselves. It, it sounded it, yes. But if if you really restructure it as make it all. I want to know about him. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I know about me, so I. This is not me that I'm interviewing. It's him. But then, so. like, what if they just talk about themselves the whole time? Well, then this that's is why a clue. I went to women. <laughs> the, uh, that a is pro- a clue. Someone, yeah, they're not asking that, any questions about you. Right. That's, they, there should be a repartee. Okay, in so it's a test. It's a test. <laughs> right. I hate to say it, but it kind of is. It it's is an interview mm-hmm. process. If they don't, if I mean, naturally, if I ask you what your favorite place to vacation is and why, wouldn't it be natural for you to say, "Well, hey, Bruce, what's your?" After you finish telling me, and your favorite vacation, <laughs> right? and if they don't. That's a clue. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. also a clue, um, a hint to some women out there or, you know, whoever is listening yeah. to this podcast. Um, 
make sure that you are not doing that. You're not the one who's like, let me just talk all about me. Right. You know? Right. Ask right. questions too. One of the best pieces of networking advice I ever got was be interested, not interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? So That's networking right. tools for dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's talking, getting the other people to talk about themselves. That's what people want to do. They don't they mm-hmm. don't care about what your accomplishments are and what you're doing. They want to talk about themselves. But then here's the thing. It's like I know I'm going to like be like devil's advocate over here <laughs> yes. because I'm like, mm-hmm. if, if I meet you out at a, a bar, restaurant, coffee shop, wherever, and all I do, and I'm interesting, or I'm interested, not interesting, and all you do is talk about you, you walk away from that conversation. This is literally like networking 101, mm-hmm. where it's like, wow, I just had a really great conversation with this person because I got to talk about myself the whole time. Right. You walk away because I've asked you all these questions about you and you walk away being like, man, something about that conversation was just so good. I really like this person, me. Mm -hmm. But you don't. You just like the fact that you (laughs) talked about yourself the whole time. And then it's like date two. I think that that in that situation, I would have walked away from that saying, wow, that person was really interested in me. Right. Right. But like. You, and I think you got to pick up on the sign. If they didn't ask you any questions to kind of balance the scale, there's mm-hmm. definitely something there. And there's a whole body in, language thing, and too. And in networking, you might not have that situation, but in dating, you should. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right. know, in networking, it, they might be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to ask you because I really don't care. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I paid exactly. for this event. Bye. <laughs> exactly. So, and, you know, you're not wearing the right shoes or whatever. Oh. And there's the fashion piece. Okay, yes, here. the shoes. Yes. Yeah. So listen, I, I also want to say that I wear black athleisure all the time. I have a merchandise. Um, it's like it's by the time this episode comes out, it will be launched. I did not design it myself. I had three fashion interns um, telling me about my fashion line because I wear black athleisure all the time, and it's very slimming. Sitting down, Bruce is like, hmm, are you coming from the gym? <laughs> said, no, this is just yeah. comfortable in what I wear. Well, so, you know, I would never dress. wear this on a first date, I know though. that. I know that, Megan, and I was not speaking of that. But I know, I know. I'm just But your you. first, yeah. I mean, you want, just like anything, dress for an interview. That Those days are still here. I, I mean, I don't Yeah, so care. how should you yeah. dress on a first date? I mean, it depends where you go. Yeah. But I mean, I think, I think it's a, appropriate for where you are. Appropriate casual. for where right. you are, for sure. Right. But don't give it all away. No. Like, don't look as sexy as you can. Oh, God, You no. know, on the uh-uh. first date. Because I see a lot of people who do that where I'm like, well, that's what you... I mean, I know I wear super casual clothes, but I'm like, <laughs> you're wearing that? Like... Where is the date? His bedroom? You know? And it's like it gives it all away. It does. And, and you know, what I'm taking away from this is dating is almost, it's, it is work. It really is work. It is. And if you, I mean, you, you prepare your five questions. You got to look them in the eye. You got to smile. You got to do this. You know, there's a lot of things involved. And for whether it's a gentleman or a woman, it is really the same for both. That they definitely, you need to be your best self. And you need to be interested and interesting as much as you can. Um, and then you have to dress the part, people. Yeah, so what is, <laughs> what is, give us some fashion advice. I would say, you know, 
Less is more. Chanel had it right. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror, take something off. I mean, not a blouse. Yes. <laughs> like, so, so we're not going to take my advice on giving it all away on the first day. You mean right. like a Yeah, like necklace? accessories. Okay. You, you name it. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes, again, a lot of the time we over floralize or we over, you know, kind of portray. So less is more. Keep it simple in the beginning and just you know like, like you just said just like in something that makes you feel good about yourself absolutely right absolutely. because if you feel good about yourself it's going to come across in your conversation yeah. right it's not it's not you're not going to wear the most sexy thing you have unless that's what your Super. objection is right yeah. or you're uh, if you if that's what you're looking for then mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. what you want but if you're looking for a, a mate or like a long time like commitment, that's not what your first impression should be. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so first impressions count is what I'm hearing. It is, yeah. yeah. And know your body type. Are you, you know, whatever shape you your body is, dressed to that shape. And I would say, keep it simple. There is a reason little black dress mm-hmm. has a name. And not the little black dress that's a negligent. Yes. <laughs> like a, an actual appropriate dress. Right. Because yeah. right. black <laughs> is Nordstrom, slimming. Good as Nordstrom, yeah. good as Zara. Absolutely. And, you know, simple is better than types, print. And men of all types yeah. and kinds love women of all types and kinds, too. There's Absolutely. not just a specific thing or body type men are looking for. Sometimes you'll be very surprised at what men find attractive in women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. vice versa. Right, it's not what you would expect. Right, mm-hmm. or not um, what Bruce finds attractive. Or what, what, Bruce, <laughs> right, or what Bruce finds attractive. Well, I know, just feel like confidence is your best accessory. Yeah. Right. Well, and if you're dressing to your body type, and and here's the thing, right. like not trying to fit into something. Like I don't like wearing, I don't like wearing. Well, okay, here's an example. The this is not even like super tight clothes or anything like that. Um, I like wearing black. I just like it. If I wear too much color, I look like a clown. I have bright red hair. You know, right. I'm not even to bring up the bright pink lipstick era that That's neither on you, one Mr. of you told me about. That's on you, Mister. It was like 2000. And 15? She was starting a trend, people. <laughs> two years later, it yeah. was everywhere. It was. I swear it to God. Was. It was. Two years later. That was a Tom Ford lipstick, wasn't I it? I said. It was. I don't know about that. No. 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 It was. I can't remember. No. It was not Tom Ford, but it was, it was something like nice, right? right. It wasn't like NYC <laughs> yeah. from like I still Target. see that picture and love that lipstick. Okay. So I had bright red hair and I was, I was through this like fuchsia lipstick phase that I guess was talked about. Yeah. But never to my face. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, the point is, I don't like to wear bright colors. Call it PTSD Mm-mm. from the lipstick. But um, <laughs> when the the sundress floral situation with the ruffles came out, and oh. it's, it's, like, been here for, like, three years. I'm over it. But I don't. I know it's trendy. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I don't like to wear it. No. It's summer. It's 100 degrees. I'm wearing black. I'm sorry. And in this, and in this era of camera and selfies. Yes. That print is everywhere in your, you know, in yeah. your feed and such. It looks like, oh my God, is she wearing the same print dress? Now, if you had a black dress or a black. little red dress or whatever say, it is, you got to say I've got to say yeah. this. Bruce's advice is absolutely spot on because even as a man, I would buy print shirts and wear them 
and think I looked great. You, right? you did look great, but you can wear it one time. But then I look back at those pictures <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I'm wearing pajamas. <laughs> I, wait, I remember this phase because it was during the pink lipstick phase. Yeah. Bruce, why Absolutely. are you friends with us? Absolutely. I'm That's like, why he's oh always my God. walking in front Bruce of us. Like, never, never wear prints. Never wear prints because, number one, someone else obviously is going to have the same print on wherever you go. And yeah. number two, you look back in the pictures and it's like, oh, my God, I'm wearing pajamas. And then one of our best mutual friends wears prints all the time. And she actually wore a print on the date that she found her mate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything you say can be broken. Yeah. But, you know, right. it's like... But, but know what rules but, to break. Right. You know, I broke the rule. I have bright red hair. I can break that rule. Mm-hmm. I cannot break the rule of purple lipstick. I guess it didn't hit. You know? Like, we thought you were setting a trend. I said, some I think people I was. are trendsetters. I was trying. I think you saw that lipstick recently. Didn't you? I and lived, that was our first date. I lived in Tomball, Texas. I was not a trendsetter. Right. Well, and that was our first date. If I, uh, if I, Bold. if I came out to you and said, I think that lipstick choice is inappropriate. <laughs> we might not be here today. This is true. This is true. Yes. After the second or third, or maybe a year later, we told you. We just yeah, reached so. in my purse and just toss <laughs> it. And then like, I don't know where that lipstick went. I don't know. That's weird. You notice I replaced them all. <laughs> yes, exactly. I I wear nude. I don't wear eyeshadow anymore. I've got nothing. <laughs> nothing. But... Um, it's important. Mm-hmm. So, so so just feeling confident about yourself uh-huh. and knowing what works for you personally, right? Absolutely. Right. Pink lipstick can work on some people. And, red hair can work on some people. And being willing to put yourself out there. I mean, so I think that's the other big thing. Just mm-hmm. that ability to just say, I'm available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you are too needy. Desperation, desperation comes across. Desperation comes across. And I know I'm, I'm the man that says... Five questions in your pocket. <laughs> but those yeah, are so. But don't difference? look desperate. Where's the, where's the fine line between prepared and desperate? <laughs> yes, like, where exactly. is the line? Well, I can we tell you from know. my own personal experience <laughs> that <laughs> I was having the same issues. Like, I can't ever find anybody to date. I like like all these guys, and it just never works out. And you know what's going on? I don't know what's wrong. And then I just finally one day I was just so fed up. I just I just said, you know, what? I don't really care if I'm alone for the rest of my life. It just doesn't even bother me anymore that it's going to not happen. It's not going to happen. I don't care. And as soon as you just don't care about that anymore, mm-hmm. that's when you get that's when you meet the person that you're going to be with because mm-hmm. you don't have that air of desperation around you there, like yeah. I am looking for this thing like because people well, sense that's, that that's actually right? a law of attraction right there because yeah. you are so focused on what you okay a lot of people think that law of attraction and manifesting is you get what you want you don't attract what you want you attract what you are right very true. It's right. true. I didn't Very coin true. that, but yeah. right, <laughs> you're like you're looking at me like I'm the smartest woman ever. I'm yeah. like, I didn't. Because you, like, so, you are. You so, um, are. Smart you, people you, repeat things. Right. That's exactly. History. Smart people re- repeat things. So you you attract what you are. So if you are constantly focusing on what you don't have, this lack, this mm-hmm. lack, this lack. I'm not a full person without somebody else. Then you. Are all you're doing, where your focus point is, is on what you don't have. 
And so you get more of what you don't have or what makes you like enforces the belief of mm -hmm. I don't have this. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you release the outcome, right, which is that alleviating that control, I'm not saying just say like, you know, like fuck right. it, give up on it. I'm just saying no, like I right. know. Right, the outcome is no, it wasn't the like, outcome it, of my evening tonight is to meet 10 guys and interview them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, not no. to find my mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I, no, but I went through a, a phase of that's all I wanted. When every time I went out, I was like, am I going to find my mate? Am I going to find my right. mate? And, and you and, never do. And I never do because that comes across in all of your body language, all of mm -hmm. your conversations, yeah. everything you're saying to the person, and they just like run in the other direction, right? Yeah. And as it's, soon as it's like a, yeah, as soon as you have that, that conversation inside yourself with yourself, that's like, you know what? I don't, really care if, if I find this person tonight, right, or whatever, and right. it's really going to be about what's going to make me happy, mm -hmm. that's when it comes to you mm -hmm. because yeah. you're not putting off that kind of desperate vibe. Well, it's, it's, nobody is the source of my happiness. It's in addition right. to mm -hmm. my already whole, like I'm whole coming up, you know, wherever mm -hmm. you're going, um, out with your friends or coffee shop or whatever. Right. I'm already whole. I'm showing up whole. And if somebody is an addition to that, that's wonderful. But I don't need, right, that mm -hmm. lack mentality, need somebody to complete me. Because also, that is a lot of pressure. I've been, uh, to be honest, I've been in both situations, but right. I've also been like that other person who yeah. was, you know, you get put into this position and you're like, oh my gosh, I am the person's happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of pressure. Responsibility. Yeah. And that yep. turns yep. a lot of people away, mm -hmm. you know? And I've also yeah. been on the other person too, like, right. you know, both, both sides. sides yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I just lost my thought. No, but you're right, Megan. Yeah. You, you, tra you attract what you, you give are. out, mm -hmm. right? So it, you really have to be really conscious of what your intentions are. Yes, setting intentions I think is huge. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna, you set the, I mean, I'm, I'm always expected things, right? Um, but setting that expectation of, my expectation is I'm gonna go out and have a really great time and feel like myself and I'm gonna have some great conversations. And right. if, I, and if I meet someone, that's great. And if I don't, right. that's fine Absolutely. too, right? I'm not gonna like stress out. Yeah, you can't force right. like, I'm gonna meet somebody. Right, right. And, and yeah, you just can't have that sense of desperation See, when you're I'm all trying to meet setter, people. I'm like 10. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you must 10 people. And you know what? Well, it, it is, because especially someone that is fearful, because I've seen this where they're like, oh, I'm going to go do that. And if they're real fearful, they'll, talk they'll do one out. or two and that's it. And mm -hmm. remember, it's the numbers game. It's just like almost sales. Yeah. You've got to get through <laughs> chasing the no. It's oh, like, yeah. okay, I've got to get through nine no's to get one yes. Mm -hmm. You've got to go through nine well, frogs to get one. Rejection is a numbers game. I saw this yeah. um awesome guy i'm actually um he might come on my podcast at the end of the year but um he talked about how number or rejection is a numbers game where he did this challenge where he um put him he subjected himself to rejection like ridiculous things like it started with can i have a burger refill because he was so scared of rejection so he basically conditioned it's himself to true. be desensitized mm -hmm. to rejection and what he found was 
you know, at first people were like, oh, no, like you can't have a burger refill. Like, no, that's crazy. Don't do that. Like, we don't do that. Like, that's weird. Right. And he conditioned himself to be rejected. But eventually he kept doing it and he was committed to, I think, 100 days. He said, oh, my God, at some point in time, people started saying yes. Like, he got to drive people's Lamborghinis, strangers. You know, like screw the burger refill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and like fly planes and all this stuff. It's crazy. And because the fear would have held him back, mm-hmm. he would have never had that experience. Yeah, absolutely. So, so while I'm not like, you have to go out and, and talk to ten people. At the same time, like put give a, give yourself a quota. Like, hey, it's okay if I flub it up five times yeah who cares or you're I, gonna get better and better yeah it's yeah. like it's like yeah. interview experience uh-huh. you know i i always say it. yeah go go for the interview whatever it is go for the interview go absolutely. for the audition absolutely you know? absolutely you learn more from an interview sometimes than the whole damn job and like the next one's not so scary <laughs> right. and then maybe you say oh my gosh i i had this quota of five people tonight i've only met four this guy's not really my type but i said i was going to um, talk to five people, and then he ends up being the one. Right. You, know? you, you never, never know. know. Mm-hmm. You never know. That's, That's what okay. I say. If is there's it, no spark, you just, then you, get, you leave. If yeah, yeah, if there's you, no spark, there's, there's no never going to be if a fire, you're baby. On date three, <laughs> yeah. If you're on date three saying things like, I don't know, maybe this or that, oh. and him and hawing, and you're like, you know, you know that's not going to work. Okay, here's a question for y'all. Yep. You know how they always say, um, don't, like, how can I phrase this? Don't go on looks alone because looks fade you know mm-hmm. over time and uh, you know at the end of the day after 30 years it's all about personality and how you get along and all these things so don't just go after the person who you're like super hot attracted to want to jump their bones all the things but and, and so you mm-hmm. consider the whole personality but what if at the very beginning of dating they're already on that kind of cusp but where you're you are attracted to them Mm-hmm. There's a little spark, but you're like, I don't know. Like, I'm attracted to him enough at the very beginning. I think that that would you be just something. just qualified that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we, we've got a mixed vote. We've got a mixed vote. You say DQ. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. Done. And, and, Check. And I'm move like, on. Yeah. yeah. If you're qualifying anything and qualifying, you know, just but. Whenever you hear yourself go, da, 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 but, da, 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 mm-hmm. that's a qualifying statement. And yes. truly, you do not believe it. Yeah, anytime you say but, it really um, negates anything that is said before that. It's kind of true because I don't ever have any buts when it comes to birth. No, and when we met, <laughs> there was no buts. It made me think a lot of butts about the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. ah, I'm well like, wait a minute. But I was 20 years. So, but there was none. I mean, that first night mm-hmm. I said uh, we met soulmates, but I had to grow up. I had to, you know, do mm-hmm. my own thing. But, um, but you, when you have that spark you know follow it but you're not going to have that spark i mean at that point even at 20 i had probably gone through 20 or 30 guys that i had mm-hmm. socialized with before Is that i what met we're calling Rod. It these days yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i was watching yeah. this um um counselor on youtube I think I need to be more social. She, <laughs> bruce, bruce made a comment about soulmate and i was like this counselor was talking about soulmates the other day on youtube and she said you know, soulmates are God. God is your soulmate. You're looking for somebody 
who to fulfill a need, right? You, you have a family or a community that fulfills your needs. So if you're looking for someone to fulfill every single need you oh, have, God, no. it's yeah. not going to work, right? Yeah, because right. whole. You have to show up whole. Right. Right. And then you get somebody who is also whole. Yeah, it's not a piece of puzzles. No, it's we're not, not trying to like, yeah, you know, Tetris gaps. this shit together, you know? <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of being, I just think you have to be open to different experiences and different types of people yeah. and just not be so closed off to people. When people are interested in you, take that for what it's worth. I mean, if you don't have look that at them spark, and smile. If you don't yes, have that, look that, at them. Right. We're going to run through the whole list I, I, of I just got to say this about it. People had arranged marriages for a long time, right? And they didn't necessarily <laughs> like each other. They, they may have had zero spark. Zero spark. They didn't like each other. It was arranged. They didn't know each other at all. And they end up being some of the most loving relationships around. Okay, so being right? open. So being open to things that are maybe not what you're expecting is going to be really I think a big part of it because you yeah. can close off yeah. a lot of yeah. stuff that could yeah, be good for you. Right, if you're yeah. like oh 62 or higher that's it. Right, you so they're 61, I'm not dating you, right? Or you're only right. you're 59 I will say this though, on the dating apps, if a guy says he's 511, he is 59. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> If a guy who is actually 5'11", he's going to say he's six foot. So this was the other thing the lady said yeah. about that, about the height. Most All the women want men that are six feet tall or higher. Listen, honey, the 5'2 the girls <laughs> in your four-inch heels, you need someone who is 5'6". Right. Like, I'm a tall. I'm there is only, only, I believe she said there is only 53% of men that are six feet or taller. So now you've cut your whole <laughs> list of el eligible men 47%, out. 47% gone. Right. Cut mm -hmm. off because they're not six feet tall, right? Mm -hmm. Or like we said to the other young lady we were talking about, get some insteps for his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's under this quote of changing your man. And we, that's a whole nother some podcast. Lifts. Some lifts. We'll give you some lifts. You, you can't you, change a man. Guess what? Yes, you can. Yeah. Guess what? You don't even have to tell him you put the lifts in. He's right. like walking around feeling all confident. I feel really good about myself. I don't know why. Exactly. That's the lifts. But what, what was the comedian? Um, well hung. Oh god. She gave her she was a comedian Korean uh her comedian name's Hong. Hong. I think I've and seen her yes. on, on TikTok. And she gave her dad a t shirt that said Well Hong and he had no idea what it meant, so he wore it around the neighborhood and he just <laughs> showed up at her door and was like You I <laughs> What does this T-shirt say? Because I just feel amazing because everybody's been complimenting yeah. him. He's like, yeah. like yes. this is the best. And she explained it, and he goes, well, I am well hung. And she's like, oh, I didn't need to I know that. I did not that. need to know that, yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, do not wear that T-shirt out. It's not going to get you any girls. Yeah. Not one. But um, so the thing with being open is – because here's the thing. Again, devil's advocate over here. I know there's a lot of uh, women in their 30s who are feeling a lot of pressure mm -hmm. to get married. And, and, and even in 20s, um, it's Texas, right? And uh, the pressure to get married and have kids and all these things. And like all these things that I want to do. The mm -hmm. clock is ticking, blah, blah, blah. And where does the fine line come in between being open-minded and your intuition coming in where it's because I hear all the time 
well, I didn't really like him on the first date, but like I'm going to give him another chance. Like there were no wild red flags. Mm-hmm. So like, let me, I guess I'll just like go out again. See, and I think I'm much more relating than dating to sex. And if you don't have a spark in 30 years, you're going to be having no fun. Like, if you have no spark now. (laughs) In the beginning, in 30 years, it's not going to, I don't think. But maybe, you know, you talked about the arranged marriages. Maybe I'm wrong there. This is where my husband and I might differ a little bit. But. I feel like there has to be that sexual attraction somewhere, whether it's six foot or whatever it is. Yeah, but you can. I think you know in your gut. You really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I really think you know in your gut if it's gonna work or not, and if you're making up reasons to make it work, then I think you're making up a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I don't say I haven't gone to lobster dinner with someone that I knew it was not going anywhere, but you know, (laughs) know, everybody's got to eat. So it's like, (laughs) I'm just like a flashback of my entire 20s. Just know what what it is though. And don't get caught up into it. And I I think what you were saying in the, in the beginning regarding be patient and uh, or no, maybe I said you said now that. I think, <laughs> I think about, it. but be patient and work on yourself. Yeah, and so yeah, most attractive you know, is being whole. And yeah. putting pressure when you said about be, being pressured, you know, like the clock is ticking, getting married, you're getting pressure that's from your that family. That's desperation energy. Right. That's exactly right. When that starts filtering into it, you're going to make decisions that are probably not the best for you because you're yeah. just trying to like please everybody please you know you just have to like kind of let that noise go away mm-hmm. if you're going to have a relationship that's going to be good for you it's going to happen in due course you cannot let something like i want to have a baby or mm-hmm. i want to get married like be a pressure to you to make a bad decision mm-hmm. and i am the number one pressure on every one of my <laughs> Girlfriend. Oh, yes. I, I'm aware. <laughs> yes. Bruce is not so, allowed to drink whiskey. So he had like, a whiskey yeah. summer. <laughs> Everybody I'm moved. Like, okay. <laughs> the, the, he's, he's coming up to his end. <laughs> so make sure that, you know, there's Yeah, a, but you have the pressure on the other of the other way around, the right? The other person. You're, yes. But you're not saying you need to get married and have no. a baby. You're saying, listen, where's the ring? Right. You've been dating exactly. this man for like... A year or two years. You're <laughs> year. making huge life know. decisions. Yeah. And I'm I like. I say, I don't, a year? That's like kind of quick for me. But anyway. Yeah. I well, think, well, but and, also, I've and, been married. But just tell your friends and your family to buzz off. I just think, she yeah, did. I just think it's yeah. different strokes for different folks. Everybody, true, will, true. people will know. You know, trust your intuition. You mm-hmm. know inside whether it's good or not. You know, and if you're making excuses for what you want, you're never going to be happy with an excuse. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be happy with an excuse. Yeah. I don't find myself ever making excuses for Bruce. Mm-mm. Well, no. I think what happens. I find is... myself explaining Bruce to people a lot. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <I don't... laughs> well, that's because people don't change; they intensify. They... Unless you put lifts in my right. shoe. Unless but I don't... the lifts. You yeah. know, I know she's a little taller. Yeah, five ten. Five ten. I'm six one. By five them. ten. You're five eleven uh, today. Chelsea boots are great for short people. Chelsea when I boots. met him, he was wearing platform boots. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
It was the day. I mean, it's the day again. <laughs> they were like three inch. I'm like, are you Pop shorter? Back. After Platforms. after a year, I'm like, are you shorter? Yeah. <laughs> what, happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> Give me the lifts. But you know, I think where it's you know show up whole is. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not even just for let's dial it back from showing up whole for another person, even just yourself because you are whole. Whether or not you are married, whether or not you have kids, no matter how much you want to be married or want to have kids, you are still a whole person. Right. Or mm-hmm. doesn't you matter know? what you're wearing or what your makeup is or your mm-hmm. hairstyle. It, it, you should be happy with yourself first. Because mm-hmm. when you're happy with yourself, confidence it, exudes. It will, mm-hmm. You will attract people that are happy with you. Mm-hmm. Too. But a four yeah. inch heel is always a good thing. <laughs> a four inch heel. You know what? No. This is not a thing anymore. Heels are out. Tennis shoes are in. I know. He's old. Shoot me in the head. <laughs> He's old. Listen, I was in Miami last weekend, and we went out, and I was wearing black because that's just what I wear. But I was so miserable in these heels all night, right? right. And I, me and my friend um, Elena were probably one of the 5% of people in their 30s in this club. And... Trust, it only gets worse. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, wait every, till you're in your 40s and 50s. Every, and I'm like, I gotta dance in a club. I'm sorry, oh no, I gotta I, go dance. I wanted to dance, but my feet hurt so bad from the damn four inch heels. Every like Everybody else in their 20s walked in in tennis shoes. I'm like, why am I not wearing tennis shoes? Like, oh, wait, made me wear this outfit. And right. I'm like, I just wanted to wear my joggers and tennis shoes. And she's like, you are not wearing it's your a, joggers. It's a different time, let me I'm tell like, you. Let me just wear my joggers. I'm sounding old now. Oh, you are. I know. Yeah. It's a different time. It was house music. I love house music, and I couldn't dance in my damn four-inch heels. Damn it. Take but your off. legs look good, damn it. Uh, no, not no. in a club in Miami. I'm not taking... I thought about it, and I was like, there's no way in hell I'm taking these shoes off. Like, oh, gross. I just, no, I, I you just, just got to get on a box. <laughs> that's, that ship has sailed, sunk, and they made a movie about it. I don't know. It. I was on a box with... <laughs> This is true. And I was in my 50s. Yeah. <laughs> is this in Vegas? <laughs> so, hey, yeah. don't be afraid of the box. But I wasn't no trying to attract anyone, are. right? I really wasn't Just trying to. You might need some assistance getting down. Yeah. You know, don't, exactly. don't, let don't your break pride, a hip. Don't let your pride take over. Ask for the hand, you know. But We digress. Yeah, yes, we do. We digress. We do. Don't pick Just up people be in clubs. yourself. <laughs> be your genuine self, and people will pick up on it, and if it, it's going to be something that you're... It's and the gonna, biggest thing, look them in the eye and smile. Look them in the eye. And be smile. approachable. Smile. Wear something that you're confident in. Know that you are whole, mm-hmm. just yourself. Mm-hmm. Not you be know? approachable. Smile. No shifty eyes. No, you, like smile. Over here, over here. People don't like shifty eyes. you got to look <laughs> right in their eye. No yeah. shifty Because when eyes. you look at them right in the eye, believe me, you will see what their intention is mm-hmm. whether That's it's true. whether it's true mm-hmm. intention or whether they're just looking for some like one night thing or something mm-hmm. people tell you who they people are people tell you who they are you just have to listen you have to listen yeah mm-hmm. and you can do that by being interested in what they have to say it's a good test to see hey are they going to ask me questions back right. or is this guy like super narcissist and just wants to talk right. about himself the I got whole time? my five questions he can't even retread them right. I'm sorry <laughs> did you not bring your five questions just retread them, lazy. I don't just think you, I, I, I'm gonna, you. I'm just going to back up right now because I don't think you asked me a single question the night we met. <laughs> yes, I did. I was all about you and your salon. The fact that or you both remember this 30 years later is concerning. Yes. 
I was all about you. What was the first you question? You weren't asking me questions about knickerbockers. He's no. asking you, hey, how, how high are those boots? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, how's the weather up there? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we had a whole lot of conversation. Yes, we did. I was asking you about Renee, all, all of your friends. Renee was right there. I know. <laughs> how are you, Renee? <laughs> There were definitely some substance. Anyway. All right, well, tune in next episode. We're going to yeah, get Renee episode, on here right. and get the real story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, well, thank you guys once yeah, again for I coming I hope it on. helps. I hope that I it hope helps. the outside opinion on straight girl dating from two gay men helps. I think I think it did. I know I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there's a I lot I don't of... think we've ever talked about this. Mm-mm, with no. you, except for dinner, just a week and the ago. lipstick yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not honest. Which you know, now I, I just don't wear lipstick, so I don't want to hear it. It's know? okay. I went to the dental, uh, the dentist that you recommended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The dental assistant is wearing that same lipstick. See, so the trend you, is alive. Ten years later, I'm just saying. And we'll end with that. You're we'll always a trendsetter. Good luck to all the ladies out there. I just yes. know that there's always someone for everybody. There is. There is. And you just have to be patient mm-hmm. and be yourself and be confident in yourself and be whole as yourself. And I will definitely put something on my Instagram story um, questions. You can, you know, keep pinging us. Um, we'll, we'll answer some more questions and maybe do a, another podcast on this. We'll see. So, um, but that's all we got for you today. Thank you for joining us. I hope you learned something. I know I learned a lot probably too much but um you know we do believe that you can create your life you can create your fate and if we could leave you with just one thing it would be this expect Expect good good things things always always, and they they will will happen. happen